Hey there, I'm Eric J. Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hey, everybody. I am Eric J. Olson, your host today for the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview America's top managing partners to find out how they're running their law firms, how they're growing their law firms, and how they're keeping their case pipeline full. And today I have with me Alex Gertzberg. Hey, Alex. Eric, how are you? Thanks for having me. Thanks for making the time. I appreciate it. Let me tell the audience a little bit about you. Alex Gertzberg has worn four hats in his 20-year legal career, including serving as a business litigator with a large firm or with large firms, as in-house counsel with a large corporation, and as an officer with a line haul truck company in the Army with a year of combat deployment in Iraq. And you don't hear that every day from our guests. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. He is currently the founder of Cover My Six and managing partner of Cleveland's Getzberg Lakata Law Firm and Getzberg Lakata Acquisitions, a middle market M&A advisory firm. Thanks again for your time. Eric, thanks for having me. So if I counted correctly, I think I listed three firms. Is that correct? I've worked for three firms before this one. So we have Cover My Six, the law firm, and then the acquisitions firm. And there's a fourth one, and that is Gertzberg Lakata Talent, where we uh, uh, do executive search for our clients. Yeah, so uh, Gertzberg Lakata is a law firm with uh, a couple thousand clients that was the result of a merger. We talked earlier about being an EO. I'm an EO. You're an EO. Well, so is my partner, Lou Lakata. Lou Lakata is like one of the OG guys from Cleveland EO. He's been in it for like 20 years and I've been in it for two. And in my first year, uh, which was last year, I was, uh, I met Lou, my law firm, uh, all business, his law firm, all business law. And I just kind of hit this place where I had way too much work, which is a great problem to have, but not a good problem to have too. And so Lou kind of got me out of this bind and, and contributed some of his lawyers to some of my cases. And we did that enough for uh, enough months for, for some number of months where we looked at each other and, and said, Hey, let's, uh, let's keep dating and let's buy this building, which we did. We bought this building that we're in and let's move in and let's merge. And, and that's what we did. So on April one of this year, Gertzberg law firm and Lakata law became Gertzberg Lakata. Alongside that, we have Gertzberg Lakata Acquisitions, which is an intermediary M&A firm where we help our clients buy and sell companies, and Gertzberg Lakata Talent. And then Cover My Six is this fundamentally a legal audit service for businesses. There are only six kinds of plaintiffs who can sue a business, customers, vendors, employees, shareholders, the government, and competitors. I've never met a seventh plaintiff, 20 years. So if, and the premise is that if you know which six plaintiffs can sue a business, then protecting yourself from those plaintiffs is just a matter of reverse engineering who can sue you into what they can sue you for into how to protect yourself from those claims. So in a nutshell, that's cover my six. 
So that's kind of a risk management company. Is that yeah? Fair to say? It, yeah, it, it, we're we're going into software and developing uh, some technology around it. It auditing company. It goes in. It is for companies who don't have in-house counsel or who do and who need this this platform to sort of create a framework around their internal audits. As you mentioned, I was in-house counsel before I started my law firm. And it was a, it was a large telecom company. I didn't know anything about telecom law when I started there. And over the course of the next eight years, I learned that auditing my company followed the same framework as you would use for any company, whether it's telecom or restaurants or nursing homes, right? It's still six, it's still the same six plaintiffs. Once you know that it's just, you're, you're building your audit around that concept. And that's what cover my six does. It goes into companies of any size and excavates all of their legal problems and then tries to resolve them before a plaintiff's lawyer or the government resolves them for them one at a time. So the merger happened in April. And by the way, my company, Array Digital, is the result of a merger as well. We, we have a very similar story as far as dating before we got married and working on projects together. But even with that, once we got married, once we merged, it was six months of chaos for us to figure out what we had just done and to merge the cultures together. Did you experience something like that as well? No, but... The reason we didn't, I think anyway, is because Lou and I are both business lawyers and we've been doing M&A our entire careers. We locked ourselves in a room for about three months for a day, one day a week, just went through the checklists, the culture fit checklists and the financials and the all the things that you do uh, during due diligence when you're buying a company, which Lou has done a million times and I've done a million times. It was really methodical for us. We just kind of followed our, our own internal checklists that we used with our clients. And we were able, I think, to knock out all of the big ticket items first to make sure that it was the right fit before knocking out all the, all the other boxes that you have to check that are more technical. But culture is the biggest by far. It's the yeah. most important thing in any company. And we knew early on that we had a really good cultural fit. That's incredibly important. And then once you merged, well, actually, let me ask the question. There's four companies that we've talked about, and three of them, I believe, have both of your names on them. Did you start those three or four companies after the merger, like within, you know, since April and right now it's October? They were seedlings of ideas that sprouted into the the forest that we have today post-merger, but pre-merger, they were, so Cover My Six was around. The acquisitions company and the talent company were just getting off the ground. And when Lou and I merged, they took off. They really, Lou and I occupy, and I encourage anyone uh, listening to this who is considering EOS and reading traction, that system has really helped us tremendously. tremendously. Lou and I have very specific seats that we occupy in this organization and he has his lane and I have my lane and we are really compatible because of who we are and what seats we occupy. And EOS as a system has been huge for us because I have severe ADD, right? Severe ADD. Most entrepreneurs I do, I know do too, right? 
that that's what systems like that are for. It doesn't have to be EOS. It could be, you know, E-Myth or scaling up or whatever you want, but creating boxes and, and compartmentalizing roles, responsibilities, accountability is, is so important and focusing everyone on the same goals. That to me is the real magic of EOS is it, it you know, you've got everybody in the company working on the same five to seven, they call them rocks in EOS, right? The same goals. And they're the most important things in the company for that quarter. All of that makes the growth of our existing companies. And, and we've got a pretty creative strategy for the next five years as well, but it, th that makes it more intuitive, easier. Absolutely. No, that's great. We're both members of EO. So what we're saying may, may actually be jargon to some of our listeners. So let me define it. Uh, EO is the entrepreneurs organization. It's a group of business owners, founders, or operators of businesses that have a um, million dollars in gross revenue or more per year. And EOS is the Entrepreneurial Operating System, I believe that's yep. what it stands for, based on a book by Gino Wickman named Traction. I have read the book. We've implemented parts of it, but I would not call us an EOS shop. It sounds like you've taken it much further. How, did you actually go through uh, training or did you get like a facilitator to help you with that? Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 757-333-3021. So I wish I had uh, earlier. We self-implemented. In addition to having ADD, I also have OCD, which led me down these rabbit holes where I felt like if I just talk to enough people and learn enough about what other people did, I could self-implement. I would say we got 70% of the way there, but that other 30% was significant. So we ended up getting an implementer about six months into our self-implementation journey. But while self-implementing, I created a Facebook group called EOS Self-Implementers Unite. If you're still self-implementing or any of your listeners, go to that Facebook group and join it because people share a lot of good tidbits on self-implementing EOS there. That's a really good idea. I'm writing it down right now. It's like a mastermind of, uh, of people that are kind of working their way through it. It's crazy because most groups I start, you know, it's just crickets. Yeah. This one's got like thousands of members and, uh, and it's pretty active. People really, they are very helpful to, to each other. Let me ask you a couple of questions about growing your firm. Uh, clearly the, the merger probably just by itself and the synergies had a, a lot of impact for you. That's what it sounds like. And it, it led to other business ventures, which is really impressive. But as a business law firm, you're going after business clients, which as a digital marketer, that that's a little bit of a challenge trying to work your way into a corporation. Whereas with B2C companies, it's a lot easier. You can target individuals on places like Facebook and Google. For B2B, what are some different ways that you go about getting clients? This is going to sound really hokey, okay? But I'm going to say it anyway because it's true. We have really strong core values in our organization. And one of them, and the most important one, is innovation. We bleed innovation. We talk about it every day here. And I believe that that is why we have 
almost 3,000 clients in his law firm, which eight years ago, mine, I started with one eight, eight years ago. It is, I believe that we've developed both a reputation and a process that is just imbued with innovation. Cover My Six is, is a perfect example, right? I don't know any other business law firm anywhere that has that talks to his, its clients in a 360 degree way dedicated entirely to preventing lawsuits, right? So 250 years of American jurisprudence is almost predominantly based on reactivity. Lawyers get hired by businesses when they're getting sued, when they're getting investigated, when there's a problem, they're reacting. The problem with that is you're solving one problem at a time, you're panicked, it's stressful, it's public often, and it's extremely expensive. And you're not solving all these other problems that are just waiting to blow up. And when you're a maturing company, those problems just keep maturing with you, right? So that is an example of innovation. I don't know any other lawyer they might be out there, but we've created a, a system around this. We've created a product, a service around keeping our clients out of the courtroom. And it's in this really intuitive way. And, it's, and, and we're now moving into creating technology around it, portals. That's one example. The other is, you know, just like the merger, the, the M&A company, the acquisition company. You've got a couple thousand business clients. At some point, every one of them is going to be thinking about either buying a company or selling their company. You've got those warm relationships already. And so if you can innovate and create your own apparatus for serving that need, it's not a legal service. It is a, it acts almost like a brokerage. That's another example of innovating to serve our clients. And I believe that our growth uh, trajectory has really benefited from that core value, innovation value. Love the answer. Yeah, core values are incredibly important and certainly one of the things that gets drilled into our heads as EO members. I know that uh, I finally wrote them down once I started to get involved in uh, EO. And uh, yeah, it's it's everything to a company. It should be, right? It should be what you hire by, fire by, reward yeah. by, promote by. Yeah, so it's, it's really interesting that it has worked its way for you into the different opportunities that you've created and also about getting new clients. I like that a lot. I know you have a, a hard stop coming up. So I, I did want to ask one, one more question and you, you kind of hinted about it, but um, you have five-year plan, it sounds like. Can you give us a, a little more insight into maybe your growth plans yeah. for the next couple of years? Sure. You show me an entrepreneur and I will show you someone who knows one thing really, really well and better than he or she will ever know anything else in their business, and that is their product, right? So an entrepreneur will cobble together all the other things they need to scale their business through trial and error, right? That's right. So I know my widget because it came out of my head and I have a passion for it. I've researched it. I've studied it. I know how to build it. I've got manufacturing taken care of. I've got the processes. Now I need legal. I need marketing. I need HR. I need accounting. I need e-commerce. All the things that have to be there to scale your business. I don't know those things as an entrepreneur. I have to figure it out 
more likely what I'm doing is I'm calling my neighbor, the lawyer, or I'm calling my cousin, the accountant, or I'm calling some uh, someone in, maybe it's someone in EO, which is actually a, a great idea. You're, you'll get high caliber people in EO in general, but you're cobbling together your executive, right? And if you're like most entrepreneurs, you're doing a lot of failing along the way. So what Gertzberg Lakata is doing is creating a um, one-stop shop where we build a sort of dream team of fractional executives for any company that can help it take go from zero to 100 much faster than when they cobble it together through trial and error. Really interesting. No, that's, that's great. I, I think you're spot on. Uh, most entrepreneurs are really good at one thing and okay at a few others, but uh, certainly they they talk amongst themselves. And uh, I just did this last night yeah. with my EO chapter. Hey, who do we know that can remove asbestos floor tile? That's the problem right. that I'm challenged with right now. And and I want to know who else has done it and who they recommend. Yeah. So it, it's there's a lot of chitter chatter behind the scenes when it comes to not just EO, but businesses in general, who do you know, who do you recommend? So yeah. I, I think it would be really interesting to have networks like you're talking about. And I would imagine, well, I think that'll do very well. Yeah, we're creating a service. The service that we're creating is we will build your company around you with permanent fractional executives so that you walk in the door. It is a monthly subscription fee and you will have your head of HR, your legal, your accounting, your marketing. All of that will be there for you so that you just plug your product in and we take care of the rest. I would think in some cases, maybe even your fractional CEO. Strategic planning is in there. The fractional CEO works great and I would encourage it. Getting an entrepreneur to not want to be their CEO, their own CEO, I think is going to be the challenge. But I think that you're spot on, Eric. I think that that's a lot of entrepreneurs just need to get out of their own way and let their idea ride, you know, but we're going to cross that. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to cross that bridge when we come to it though. This is our five-year plan. That's awesome. I love it. Well, Alex, this has been really interesting and congratulations on the merger and your success. If someone would like to ask questions for you, or if they have a referral for you, what is a good way for them to get in touch with you? Gertzberglakata.com is our website. I and the people here who are much smarter and better looking than me are all there and you can contact them through that website or feel free to email me. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. My email is agertzberg at gertzberglakata.com. Connect with me on LinkedIn and send me in-mail, in-mail messages uh, to your heart's content. And I, there's a decent chance I will respond. Very nice. All right, everybody. If you'd like to reach out to Alex, check out his website or LinkedIn. And if you would like to listen to or watch more episodes with other managing partners, you can check out our entire backlog at ArrayLaw.com slash podcast. They are organized by practice area and by state, so you can find exactly what you're looking for. And if you are in need of digital marketing for your law firm, my firm, Array Digital, can be found at ArrayLaw.com. We focus on websites, SEO, online advertising, and social media. All right, Alex, thanks so much. Thank you, Eric. Have a good one. Thank you. Same to you.